0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at Byte.com. That's BYTE.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: That is Hamlet out to deep left field.
2: Tied this one up and one. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. Joey Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels podcast.
3: Hey, what is up? It is your boy, Johnny Mags, back at you once again. I am joined, as always, with... Dan Garcia. Today, we got a special uh, podcast. Today, we Daniel and I had the pleasure of interviewing Angels' third-round pick, the second pick for the Angels in the 2020 right. draft, uh, David Calabrese, out of uh, Ontario, Canada. Uh, if you look his name up, Google his name, you will see all the scouting reports. This guy was the number one um, prospect in Canada, in, in Ontario, he was uh, ranked 97 on MLB.com, number 17 by Keith Law from The Athletic. Very highly touted guy. Very cool guy. We got a chance to speak to him. Uh, Daniel set this all up, and David couldn't have been any nicer and was more than accommodating with his time for to sit down with us and talk with us. So this is our interview with Angel Sturbrown draft pick David Calabrese.
4: With the 82nd pick of the 2020 MLB Draft, the Los Angeles Angels select outfielder David Calabrese from St. Elizabeth Catholic High School, Thornhill, Ontario, Canada. A lot
3: of comparisons. I know, you know we're reading the scouting reports on you and all that stuff, but wh- how do you deal with the comparisons to people? I heard I heard a comparison made on The Athletic by uh, Keith Law that you know, you Jacoby Ellsbury type player. How do you deal with these type of comparisons or do you just try to not pay attention to that and say I'm the best David Calabrese I can be?
5: It's pretty cool for sure. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you watch them growing up. You know, you watch I watched Kobe Ellsbury on the Yankees, on on the Red Sox. You know, it was it was pretty cool, you know, hear my name called alongside of him. But yeah, you know, at the same time, you know, I'm just trying to be the best version of myself and, and uh see where this thing can go.
1: Now, obviously, like you mentioned, north of the border, um, you know, down here in the States, I think you can go football, basketball, baseball, probably the top three sports, but up there, um, what other sports were you into growing up? What kind of sports did you play in, like, probably even going into high school?
5: Yeah, so I played, since I was little, I played both hockey and baseball. I played both at a really high level. Um, When I was 14, I had to make a decision whether to uh, continue with with baseball full-time or continue to play both, and... That's when I decided to, to stop playing hockey and, and just really focus on, you know, committing myself full all year round to, to playing baseball. Um, but, you know, once I turned 14, I became really serious with baseball and you know, I wanted to practice and train 12 months a year. Uh, so that's something I, I, put, I put myself towards. And, um, you know, obviously it worked out for the best, but, um, you know, to this day, I, I still love the game of hockey. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge hockey fan and, you know, being north of the border, that's, it's, it's, it's pretty much roots up here. So... Um, you know, it's, it's always a good thing that you know I, I was able to play that. You know I made a lot of great friends uh, through playing hockey, and uh, it's just something that'll stick with me for the rest of my life.
3: Now maybe maybe you might, after I ask this question, say, "Man, these naive California guys." But what role does the weather play uh, up there as far as what you can do on a baseball field?
5: I mean, play a pretty big role um you know we're we're indoors eight months of the year because it's either too cold or it's snowing um so you know we only get those four or five months when we're outside and we're able to play baseball um so we just try to take advantage of those as much as we can um you know obviously it would be absolutely lovely to play in california year round (laughs) Yeah. yeah um but you know some things we just can't have um but nonetheless you know it's 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 always fun to you know We, I still train indoors, you know, eight months a year Okay. Um, and we, I'm lucky to have great facilities that I have access to. So um, I'm not really missing a beat in terms of the baseball side of things. Um, So I'm pretty grateful for that. And, you know, I just, again, you know, just, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, something you have to take advantage of, you know, being out there for those few months because um, you know, during the off season, you're just, you're just anxious and, and waiting and just you're just looking so looking forward to to whenever that first pitch is that you can take outdoors. So, um, you know, it's something you look forward to and something you work hard towards in the off season.
1: So now obviously, um, draft day comes, uh, third round. How did that day start? Did you feel nervous? Did you feel anxious? Like what were your thoughts before the actual draft pick came in, but like just waking up that day?
5: Um, I woke up that day, like, like pretty much any other regular day. Um, you know, I still got my, I still got my workout in the morning. Um, and then when it came time for the draft you know, I sat down with my family, we watched it on TV and, you know, I was, I was a little bit nervous. Um, you know, I think, I think everyone in the draft was, um, cause you know, you just don't know where you're going to end up. So it's, it's definitely something that, you know, you think a lot about and something you work really hard towards. And, uh, like I said, it just takes one team to take a chance on you. So, um, yeah, you know, I was just waiting for that team and, you know, whoever it was that would have been happy, um, you know, just, just any opportunity I can get. You know, I just want to show that, you know, I won't I won't let them down and you know, the Angels took that chance on me and I'm super, super happy about it.
3: Did you have sort of an idea like there was you know, which kind which teams were actually in the, you know, kind of looking your way? Did you have an idea maybe the Angels or maybe such and such team were kinda of on the radar for you? you
5: no, know, on draft day really anything can happen. Uh, you know, I really didn't have much of an idea of, of where I could go. Um, you know, it was just one of those things where you just you just wait for that phone call and you will wait to hear your name called on the TV. So um, that was just the mentality I took into into day two of the draft, and, and it worked out.
1: So then you're, you hear your name called. All that pressure, all that hard work is at that point probably feels like it's paid off. Can you explain the relief to actually hear your name, know where you're going, know that you've been drafted, and everything that comes with that?
5: You know, so many people say that you know, hear your name called is a surreal feeling but you know i don't think surreal really defined it you know it's one of those things where it is probably the best moment of my life uh, and it will be for a really long time um you know i i barely even remember the moment that my name got called <laughs> that's how excited i was um but it was it was really really special and like you said you know all that hard work all the hours you put in behind the scenes you know it, it feels like it definitely paid off but you know, at the same time real work starts now you know i got to Embark on the journey ahead and, and just work 10 times harder to, to get to where I want to be in four or five years.
3: Well, did you feel any after, after the, your name being called, what was, how was the feeling as far as like, did you, did you feel a sense of relief or was it more just a sense of accomplishment? Like, Hey, this is it. What, what overtook you more than anything?
5: I think it was a little bit of both. Okay. Um, you know, those, the week leading up to the draft, you know, I was really, I was, I was nervous. I had no idea what was going to happen. Uh, I had no idea where I could end up. So, you know, hearing my name call is definitely a big, big relief. Um, but it was, at the same time, like you said, it was just such an accomplishment. Um, you know, like again, all the all the hours, um, you know, paid off. And you know, this is the biggest accomplishment of my life, and something I take a lot of pride in. Um, and I'll remember that day for a very, very long time. It'll it'll stick with me for a while.
1: So now you're drafted. Now you're signed. Normally, in a normal year, you'd be heading out to, like, Arizona for rookie ball. Now, with everything going on, it looks like that's kind of shut down. What are you going to do now to kind of keep yourself sharp and keep yourself ready for, you know, maybe 2021 spring training?
5: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's disappointing that, that our season got canceled this year and, you know, that I'm not able to go down to Arizona and, and uh, put on my Angels uniform and rookie ball and meet all my coaches, play baseball down there. But, um, you know, really, I'm just I'm just focusing on training every day. Um, you know, just, just taking batting practice, getting my workouts in, you know, whatever I can do to keep myself in shape. Um, you know, it's really just, I just, I'm just treating it like another off season, but with warmer weather. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just trying to keep myself ready, uh, keep my body in shape for, you know, whatever baseball can come back. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm looking forward to that day as well, but, um, yeah, it's just a lot of training. You know, I'm going to be training full summer pretty much every day. Um, and just, you know, working relentlessly towards, you know, whenever I can see that first pitch again in the game,
3: awesome. So, you know, uh, I wanted to talk to. I I was reading up on you, and and uh, wanted to get your your. I wanted to get your, uh, you know, your feedback from you on this. But you've actually played in a major league ballpark already in Fenway Park, and uh, you hit an inside the park home run at Fenway Park. <laughs> what was that like? How, first of all, how, what was it like playing in Fenway? And secondly, dude, and inside the park home run—that's amazing. How did how did that all feel to you?
5: It, it was special. I mean, that that one day I played at Fenway Park it was a really special day. You know, the first steps I took I took on that field it's just it didn't really hit me that like, you know, a ton of of history has been has been played here. You know, guys like Ted Williams and yeah. and all the great players—you know—playing through there—it's it was definitely really special. Um, you know, not a lot of people can say that they that they shared the same field that many greats. You know played on that as well um and you know just top it off with an inside the park home run was was pretty cool um i don't i don't remember the moment at all uh if you if you ask me about it i i can't remember anything i just i just watch it back on video all the time um it still excites me to this day you know how it happened and and uh you know where it happened too i mean it's pretty special place to to have a memorable moment like that so it's definitely you know a memory that will stick with me for the rest of my life
1: and kind of going off of that inside the park home run, a lot of scouts have mentioned your speed yeah. being the, the number one, ad, you know, tool you got at what point and what age did you realize that you were faster than everyone else, like in your age group?
5: Um, you know, ever since I was young, you know, speed was something that always came naturally to me. Um, but it was really when I was about 15 or 16 or 14 or 15, sorry. Um, that, you know, I realized that my speed could help me, you know, maybe get some places, you know, with baseball, um, so I just work relentlessly towards getting faster, um, building my legs stronger, working on sprints, working on mobility. Um, it's really anything I can to get faster. And you know, over the years, over the last couple of years, that's something that's really carried my name a little bit and and has helped me, you know, get, get some better looks. Um, so it's something that you know I work really hard towards, you know, because I know that's that's my number one tool, and um, you know, it helps you and me in all aspects of my game. Um, so you know, I know that the more I can improve on it, the better my game can be, and and the farther I can go with baseball, so I just I just know that you know I'm, I'm just going to work hard, keep getting faster, and and see where this thing goes.
3: Yeah, speed. I mean, a a plus plus speed is what I'm seeing on all reports from you. And how does how does your speed and I, you touched on it a little bit on your answer right now, but how does your speed uh, play a role on the defensive side of the ball for you?
5: Absolutely. So yeah, when I'm when I'm in the outfield, you know, I I have the mentality of you know every ball that's hit to me, I'm going to catch. Um, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like really seeing, you know, balls drop in the gap, uh, when I'm playing center field or, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to cover as much ground as I can, you know, get good reads and, and use my speed to my advantage out there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm playing out there for a reason and, you know, being a center fielder, you're the captain of the outfield. So, uh, you really got to take control. And, you know, that's something I've learned over the last couple of years to just, you know, take control, um, you know, get great reads and, and just utilize my speed as much as I can and just track down, you know, every ball hits me. So that's, that's just the mentality I have when I'm playing the outfield.
1: So we also like to know, get to know the player, especially when they're first time on the podcast. So um, hobbies, what do you do the past time? Are you a gamer? Are you a reader? Do you binge TV shows? What do you do the past time?
5: Um, You know, I, I play a little bit of video games as well. Um, I like to spend time with my family, uh, a little bit of time with my friends. Um, I'm just, I'm just a normal guy outside of baseball. <laughs> like everyone else. Um, but yeah, I just, there's a lot of a lot of downtime in the day, so I just I just like to spend my time, you know, doing little bits of things that that I can do.
3: Yeah, it's funny because like Dan had mentioned, we've had a bunch of guys on our show where you know guys like like uh, um, um, Brandon Marsh and and uh, uh, Chris Rodriguez and Top Prospect and Angels. They talk about how like when they're off the field, they like to relax and and play video games and listen to music. Do you have a certain thing that you do when you get home that says once you're off the baseball or baseball field you say hey I'm going to go do this to get my mind off of everything else and just kind of relax.
5: Yeah, well it's really important to you know have one or two things that you can do to just separate your mind from baseball. Um, you know usually I'll come home from from training or whatever and you know sit in front of the TV, watch some watch some TV uh, or I'll, or I'll play some video games as well, but you know I just I know it's important to you know not focus on baseball 24 hours of the day um, you know, that, that's when it gets too caught up in your head. And, you know, obviously you just got to let your head breathe a little bit. Um, got to relax, sit back, you know, still have fun with everything. And, and, um, you know, it's just, it's just good to have like one or two things that that you can, you know, go back on to, to relax and, and take some time out of your day to do.
1: Now, we mentioned it earlier, you were in the States at, at Fenway. Um, but have you gone as far West as California before? Have you been to the West coast?
5: No, I've, ne- I've never been on the I've never been on the West Coast.
1: So, um,
5: you know, every time I've came to the States it's usually been East Coast because that that's close right. to where I live. But um I've never been on the west coast. Now I'm looking forward to, to visiting down there soon. Um and it's it, it looks like a great place. And I'm, I'm looking forward to
1: it. <laughs> So not only are the Angels based out of Southern California, obviously, but their high A affiliate, the Inland Empire Six Sixers, are also based out of Southern California. When you are, you know, down here, is there anything you've seen, maybe friends talk about, seen on TV that you would definitely want to have like a checklist to check out when you're in Southern California?
5: Um, that's a good question. Um, you know, obviously, you know, when you think of California, you think of Los Angeles. Um, you know, some of my friends have visited there on vacation and whatnot, and you know, they they told me it's a pretty cool place to be. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to visiting the city one day, and you know, just just being a tourist. Um, you know, whether it's in the off season or whatnot, you know, it's it's a pretty cool place to to walk around, and a lot of great sights to see. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to, to visiting there, but you know, there's there's a lot of other great places in California. and you know, It's a beautiful state, so I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing you know all the state in its in its entirety.
3: You know, be, being in the Angels organization, Disneyland's within walking distance from angel stadium i'm sure that's something you might want to catch one day but one thing i will tell you is the weather here i think the angels have maybe had what two three rain rain, out. rain outs in about 25 years yeah
1: one of them was last year but so, before that it was like 10 years yeah before the last rain out so
3: wow so you're gonna love the weather um but are you concerned at all because you you being from canada um from ontario right yeah from, from ontario uh are you concerned at all? Like, man, like, it can be. You know, it's kind of warm down here. Are you concerned at all? Like, man, it's a little too warm. It's going to be a little too warm over there.
5: Um, not at all, really. Um, you know, i have up here. It, it, it's pretty warm in the summer. You know, we got we got you know 90s some days in the hundreds. Okay. as well. So, I mean, I'm honestly, it's different. It's different warmth. Right. Um, on the west coast and than the east. So. Um, I also got, you know, a couple of chances to play in Texas during the summer. Um, so it got it got pretty hot there as well. Humid. Um. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, your body adjusts to it. You know, I know that the more I can play, you know, in the heat, the more my body will adjust to it and, you know, I'll have no problem with it. So I'm uh, looking forward to playing again.
1: So uh, well, the last thing I, you know, want to ask before we let you go is... If you weren't playing baseball what sport would you be playing would it be hockey or would you think you would probably gravitate to something else
5: um if I wasn't playing baseball I'd probably be sticking with hockey yeah um, you know, since I was a little kid I've, I've loved hockey and you know being from Canada, that's a big thing here um, so it's pretty much a norm to play hockey you know as a, as a, as a guy growing up here um, so I probably would have stuck with that and you know I, I had a lot of fun in the years that I played so uh, i definitely would have enjoyed you know spending the last few years as well you know picking up and playing hockey you know even more seriously
1: that's awesome i want to thank you not only for taking some time out chatting with us but also being the first international guest of the all angels <laughs> podcast you're our first uh our first guy that's uh you know north of the border but thank you very much david we really appreciate it. good luck yes. um stay healthy and we're looking forward to seeing you hopefully uh spring 20, 2021
5: I appreciate you guys having me here, and I'm, I'm super happy to be an angel. Thanks, guys.
3: Awesome. Thank you. Hijo de su chingada, madre.
5: Ay, wey.
3: Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. Man, start taking notes, because Manscaped accents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Longword 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third-generation trimmer featuring advanced skin-safe technology, so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released a new and improved Lawn Mower 3.0. Guys, I had the 2.0, and I didn't think it could get any better, but this one's better. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light that illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about the lawnmower 3.0 has changed their life. They even included picks so I could see the smoothness for myself, and they're not kidding. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. With free shipping at manscaped.com, use code armchair, your balls will thank you.
1: There's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NBA, NFL, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers and check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. <laughs>
3: again that's www.groomgoon.com and at checkout use discount code catfish the all one word catfish the and receive 15% off your purchase why choose groom goon well because your beard deserves it
4: This is Hood Vicious.
3: Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5
2: p.m. to 7 p.m.
3: And that was our interview with the Angels' third-round pick, second second pick for the Angels in the 2020 draft, David Calabrese. What you think of David and his? just no it, you know around.
1: he he was a great guy to talk to a um, little behind the curtain uh, leading up to the interview we we couldn't this is our first zoom interview <laughs> yeah. and i could not figure out how to work this microphone and, and get this all working for the life of me and then he was very understanding very cordial very um you know not pressured, not didn't make me feel like, Oh, I'm wasting his time. So uh, big thank you to David. Yeah. Uh, great guy. And again, uh, another outfielder that the angels have uh, in their farm system. That's going to be a weapon. Now, whether that means another outfielder down the road is more expendable or, or, or you know, David gets traded for something else. You know, it's going to be really interesting to see how they, how they juggle the depth in the outfield coming up. But um, you know, great kid again, our first international, uh, interview. So we're, we're, that's, that was pretty cool. But again, uh, David did, it was awesome and, and was more than willing to spend some time with us. And we thank him for that.
3: Yeah. Exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, just when you get to know these guys, we've talked to plenty of guys before, but every time you seem to, we seem to talk to somebody, you, you get a little excited about the angels future. and David is no different from anybody else. I mean, it's, it's awesome. More depth and now for like Daniel said. So again, thank you guys for listening to the show. We appreciate it again. Thank you to David. Uh, catch us for on our next podcast we'll be dropping we'll keep you guys informed if anything else happens
1: as of, um, yeah as of right now we'll probably be, we'll probably be recording the episode thursday or monday wednesday night wednesday, nine, wednesday yeah. night so if you guys want to watch it while we record it you can definitely check it out we're probably going to do it on our facebook again so if you follow us on halo uh, haven facebook page right um check it out there and then the actual Full podcast will come out Thursday morning on, obviously, whatever you're listening to now, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, but uh, that's a week so far, and then by the time we talk on Wednesday night, they should have at least one inner squad uh, yeah. game played, so that'll be something interesting to talk about and just kind of catch up on the news during uh, summer camp right uh, this year for summer the camp
3: An- 2020
1: right for the angels so definitely check us out look for it wednesday night or on the podcast dropping thursday morning and all as always we'll take any questions or anything you got call all podcast at com. again email us at all angels podcast at gmail.com um we're really looking forward to more and more questions as the season gets closer and closer
3: yeah uh every day goes by more news happens we'll 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 bring it to you guys as as frequently as we can so Other than that, I'm Johnny Maggs. I'm Dan Garcia. And you've listened to another edition of the All Angels Podcast.